Look, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss okay. you. Man, you really love Santa Claus, don't you? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Interpret uh... that how you will. So I got a card in the mail, and it has uh, what looks to be rural fucking Ohio. It looks like Chillicothe because it's in a valley, Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of snow and barns and cows, which is how Ohio Ohioans live. We Uh live on cows. We we ride them everywhere. You no you you, well yeah you you literally live on top of cows right. Yeah, you, when you turn sixteen, you get a cow license. Mm-hmm. You get your your cow permits. That uh, explains inside... why I saw that that house that was sitting on the back of like sixteen cows. <clears throat> this oh, this sounds shit. like a weird, obscure part of Hindu lore. <laughs> well, no one would build. And the universe is actually resting on, upon sixteen thousand cows. <laughs> It's, is that Hindu lore or is that uh, Terry Pratchett? <laughs> I lo- oh boy, Terry Pratchett. Um, and inside it says, "Hi, Brandon. The more I get to know you, the happier I am that I got that you got in touch with David. You and Alan are like brothers I never had. Annoying, weird, but still awesome. Love, Kayla." And I hope she's okay with me sharing that because I shared it. Aww. That's amazing. I should probably check my mail. It's been like a week. <laughs> but I check my mail daily. On the regs? <laughs> On the regs. I should probably check my mail as well. We're talking about our genitals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your ma- okay. Check your male genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you find a car from, from Kayla there, though, when you checked your mail? <laughs> like, I, sh- del- I have some my serious de- my questions. De- my delivery man, let me tell you, he, he gets up close and personal. <laughs> I gave my delivery man a key, and now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Undercooked Analysis. Uh, we're... Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Spiritually Fulfilling Solstice, uh, Merry Festivus, and uh, Happy Candle Nights. Those are all the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Happy Yom Kippur, Happy uh, Argentinian Independence Day. Uh, Arbor Day, Happy Arbor Day. Happy... Happy... Happy Victory in Japan Day. <laughs> so, if you want to hear the most adorable thing, uh, I, I, I just want to get this out of the way. Um, this is not me plugging the show, even though it is really good, and I recommend it. Uh, there's a show you called just plugged ha- it. Yeah. Uh, there's a show called Happy on Sci-Fi right now that I really like. Um, and I was describing it to Demarcus... I hadn't described it to him. He had just heard there was a show I liked called Happy. And I told him I really liked it. And what he apparently assumed was that a new Candle Coat... Uh, fucking Candle Coat. A uh, new Channel Zero season had happened. And that they had adapted Happy Happy. <laughs> oh, boy. See, the thing with Happy Happy is that is long enough that you could make an entire series out of it. Yeah. 
I'd like to see sci-fi adapt that. That would be the first one, like, how could they possibly have fit that into six episodes? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should go ahead and say, because um, I'm not sure if it'll say so in the title, this is mostly going to be cold open. This is us having a good Christmas fireside chat with our our friends, our, our community. It's about warmth and community. Wait, 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 it, wait. We're going to be piping hot. Well, if we're going to have a fireside lunches. chat, someone should have told me. Someone should have told <laughs> we me. Play, a... We got a plate of piping hot lunch meats. <laughs> <laughs> someone should have told me we were having a fireside chat, though, uh, because, A, um, I don't have a fire. I can get a fire going. Hold on. There we go. Oh, that lit up pretty quick. It's all fun. And, B, none of us are FDR. So how is this going to oh. be a proper fireside chat? Well, I do have polio. Yeah. <laughs> what? Polio crew. Polio boy. <laughs> it's starting to get co- well, you know what? At least with the fire going now, it feels a little cozier in here. So. <laughs> Vaccinations are for pussies. <laughs> hey, hey, how did, about... How did, about- did FDR have autism? Checkmate, atheist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> hot takes on from the piping hot polio boys. This is the this is a piping this is a piping hot conversation. Could for we, all uh, of our, for we all start of our a rest? Could we start a restaurant, listeners, where we serve breakfast and tell people our shitty opinions and call it hot takes hot cakes? <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can we? Yeah, I'm all for that. That sounds good to me. Um, I, All where right. would we open? Uh, that'll that'll be the uh, French toast and uh, glass of orange juice, some scrambled eggs, and 9/11 was an inside job. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, is it is it all conspiracy theories? No, it could just be opinions. It could just be like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, how do you how do you like your eggs? Okay, scrambled. That's fine. Also, uh, you're wrong if you say the last Jedi was bad. Fuck you. That sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. I'm not saying that's it, how I really feel. I'm just saying that's the kind of shit that we'll be talking about. The Be- the Beatles are shitty. Have a good night. <laughs> you mean the Bortles? It's the Bortles. <laughs> Hello. We are the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> we are the bottles. Swedish cover band of Beatles. <laughs> Our song is seven days a week. They say eight. They're wrong. <laughs> we have more time off in Sweden. <laughs> health benefits. Oh Jesus! There's a reason for the season, unless you're not uh, you're not Christian, and then in which case, he puts a picture on our Vite album. Vite is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't understand. We have a picture on the on the front of our Vite album. It's a uh, it's a blizzard, and it's it's a polar bear in a blizzard. <coughs> 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 
I'm just, I'm just imagining the cover of Abbey Road, but all the buildings are Ikea's. <laughs> oh, Zath is going to have some words with us about this. Uh, he lives in Ikea-land. He does live in Ikea. I want. I, I have a story to share. One time, Kayla and I went to. Uh, we were at IKEA, trying to get a light bulb uh, because. Uh, for Christmas. For Christmas, in you know July, and we uh, we we found it, and we were like, "Hey, we're really hungry. We should get some of those meatballs that they serve downstairs." And they were not that great, and. I think because we were in Ikea, Kayla's like, hey, let me tell Zath about how terrible these meatballs were. And wondering, and I don't know what the end game was, but uh, Zath replied, like, I'm really, like, you acted like, you act like I'm going to be surprised. It's Ikea. There's shit over here, too. So, I I'm paraphrasing. Have a I have a secret love of eating at Ikea. Yeah? Yeah. We have a j fucking giant one over here. And, uh... So you mean literally all Ikeas? Because there's, I don't think there's any, there's no such thing as a small Ikea. Like they should build a, like if you. If you think there's a, if you think there's a small Ikea, you got the wrong idea. Uh, sorry, Alan. I'll finish your story. I apologize. There's, there's no end. I just, I, I like Ikea food. Mm. Did you guys know there's a? That's the, that's the big Ikea idea. And that's the big Ikea. Uh, I, I, me and my roommate came up with a sketch like idea. Idea. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what have we done? I, I, that was I, like, uh, that was I, like I, two... I pissed off someone outside of an Ikea and they Ikea'd my I car. <laughs> that was they like, Ikea'd my car. <laughs> the idea was like two guys like a, two guys like me and my roommate going to an Ikea like ironically and making fun of everything. Then slowly realize, slowly like starting to pick stuff up that they actually need, <laughs> and then they're like making fun of the food, and then like, huh, yeah, yeah. Um, have you tried the salmon though? The salmon's actually fucking excellent. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, and like we'd show them like pulling in like together in a shitty car, and then at the end they go to separate cars where there's a wife and children waiting for them. <laughs> it's like, I guess, well. What happened in there? I don't know. <laughs> it's, that, that reminds me of that uh, robot chicken sketch when they had uh, the, the little girl watching Inuyasha and the dad's like, oh, this is stupid. And he like starts watching the show and gets really obsessed with Inuyasha and starts cosplaying him. <laughs> Which is what happens when you watch Inuyasha for the first time. When uh, I have to ask then, when, at what point did you lose interest in Inuyasha? At what point did I, um... Everybody uh, has their moment. 100, interest. 100 episodes in. That doesn't mean that I didn't watch all 132 episodes, but... Because <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. But, uh... uh Inuyasha was, is, is great. Really, it is. But it's got the worst antagonist ever. Naraku's just such a boring, boring, boring villain. He does have good fashion sense, though. That fucking bamboo fur, baboon fur he wears, like, early on. <laughs> yeah, baboon fur. Bamboo fur. Yeah, well, you know. You ever, you ever skin a bamboo? 
Just <laughs> picture fucking McLeach from the rescuers down under, like, hey, you ever skin, kid? George C. Scott, you ever skin a bamboo? Hmm. The, uh. But that's, that's, uh. Reminds me of a Christmas I had when, um. The power was out at my house. And one of the presents, like presents, presents. my presents. One of my One of my presents was um, the first season of Inuyasha, and so we went down to my cousin's house and just uh, uh, spent Christmas with them. And I just played. I, we we just watched uh, a bunch of Inuyasha together. <laughs> That was a fun experience because my it, it, it's it's funny because people don't know this. Uh, if you go to your mainstream anime convention, most of the people there are city folk. There are a bunch of rural ass anime fans that that are fucking hicks that love Inuyasha, and they're just like, I, I'm I'm wondering when Kagome and Inuyasha are actually going to hook up. It's it's such a will they won't they. <laughs> Well, I mean, there are lots of complicated relationships in the complicated universe of Inuyasha. I'm at the edge of my seat, still wondering about that myself. I, I uh, I'm, I really need to finally get around to narrating the story. I basically have written called No Anime Con for Old Men about yeah. an old who goes to an anime convention. Uh, and, yeah. I've been waiting for that. For literally years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically written. I don't know. Why I haven't narrated it. You. That's all I want Technic for problems. Brandon, that's all I want for Christmas. Is me. Um, but there, I don't know if you guys heard. There's a Yu Yu Hakusho OVA coming out eventually. Oh. Ooh. That would. You know, I would. I'd be down. It's been. It's been a coon's age, as they say, since I watched Yu Yu Hakusho. Racist. Uh, yeah, it's, it, right, Yu Yu Hakusho is good. Um, anyone else have some Christmas stories? Christmas. Uh. That's that's my Christmas story. Watching Inuyasha with rednecks. <laughs> I watched Fully Cooly with with them too, and it, it was great. They're just bet. like, oh my god, this show's so good, and I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't care. I don't care what people say. I don't care if it's deep and people think there's hidden me. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. Just a lot of silly shit happens in it and it's great. It's it's more deep than you think, but yeah, I... not as deep as you'd hope. <laughs> um there that that was also a Christmas when uh, it got so cold that my cuticle was bleeding. I have metal. I have a Christmas story from a long time ago because I can remember distinctly the very first time I ever saw a Christmas Carol. I must have been maybe four, maybe four years old, and uh, my family had gone up to the mountains to stay in this cabin for Christmas and I don't really remember a ton of it I just remember I think it was the first time I recall experiencing snow um, but um, I also happened to watch this really weird I think animated version of a Christmas Carol from like the 1970s 
You can find it on YouTube. Um, and I watched it in its entirety um, after that, but I, I really distinctly remember this special because um, I'd never been exposed to the story before, and um, I think it was also the very first time I ever heard in the Christmas Carol, uh, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, which they use prominently in it as the sort of the theme music. And uh, to this day, I cannot disassociate God Rest You Merry Gentlemen from A Christmas Carol. Like, I, I hear that song and I think of A Christmas Carol. And um, uh, I had that VHS. I can't remember if it was given to me or, or we just took it from the cabin or what, but I had it for years. I lost it and then just recently uh, found it again on YouTube and it rekindled so many memories and it is not as good as I remember it being. The animation is not that great, but God, it doesn't get, make me feel nostalgic for like that that first uh, that first time I, I saw it. So, um... Uh, that's that's how I discovered the Charles Dickens classic through a shoddily animated version of from of the Christmas Carol from the seventies. <clears throat> I had a sketch idea I wrote down and never wrote out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was essentially like uh uh like <laughs> Scrooge giving that kid money to go get the Christmas goose. Uh-huh. Um but it would be like the space between like, uh, <clears throat> like the kid is gone a really long time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Scrooge is just like still that there at his window, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know I had this big turnaround because of the ghosts and everything, but I swear to fucking Christ that kid doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> he would make such a heel turn if it just didn't, like, all it takes is this one kid being dishonest with his money, and he just goes right back. <laughs> hey, 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 which which three ghosts are we? There's three of us. Who shows Scrooge what part of his story? They're... I'm probably Christmas present. Uh. I don't know, uh... <laughs> The past, the pasta shade is a very uh, Christmas future design. Uh, that's true. He's 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 a little chatty though. For yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he could he could do it and not say anything. Yeah, except that. Um, that means your Christmas past, Alan. Yes. Cool. Um, and uh, that means we need to we need to pick someone from outside to be our Jacob Marley. I think my idea for the sketch though was eventually that he was going to pay another boy to go find that boy who stole his money and kick his ass. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a great... I, I, I like this idea. <laughs> I think um, if if we were talking about wrestlers as would you go star they, I think Baron Corbin would, would be Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm finishing the sketch in my head. I think the first boy would eventually come back with the Christmas goose. And, and <laughs> Scrooge would be like, "Oh, thank you. Oh man, I gotta find that second kid now." <laughs> would be great is if he's standing there and he gives the, he's saying that, but he gives the goose to Scrooge. And as the boy's walking away, does the other kid just comes running in from the side of the screen with a mm -hmm. war cry and tackles the first kid? <laughs> yeah, Superman snow. punches him. <laughs> <laughs> and Scrooge is just standing there watching these oh. kids fight, and he just winces and he just goes. Ah. 
Merry Christmas, and he walks away. <laughs> yes. We're doing this skit now. No, he, he, the boy comes back, and he's just like, Oh, you, you couldn't have imagined the line there was. Um, oh! Next... Next Christmas, Scrooge is Scrooge is you know in bed. He's he's feeling good. He's got everything decorated. He hears the sounds of a ghost coming up the stairs. He's like, "Oh, not again!" Look, Jacob, I it's the fucking kid. Now he's dead <laughs> as a ghost. He died from the injuries sustained from that fight. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas honest mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Does he wake up Christmas morning or Christmas Eve? Uh, Christmas morning. Um, okay. Technically, technically, he spends the like early, the wee hours of Christmas morning hanging out with all these ghosts. Why the first... fuck would you not? Why the fuck would you not think the Christmas goose shop would maybe be fucking be, yeah. busy on Christmas morning? You it would asshole. be busy. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. Well, because most people buy their Christmas goose early, and all, who eats a goose on Christmas? Goose is like gross. You gotta get turkey. Well, it's just like there is it not entirely plausible that they're sold out it is yeah the the boy just comes back with all the money and he's just like yeah dude they were sold out <laughs> like i don't know why me... they would be keeping stock <laughs> it'd be great the kid never asked uh what if they're sold this is out? like a million years ago right <laughs> so yeah. christmas geese were at a premium yeah that's true uh, then again, everybody back then was also eating figgy pudding, so... Who eats figgy pudding these days? Pe- people who are a little figgy, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, actually, I just realized who our, who our Jacob our Jacob Barley is. Um, Scrooge is in bed, right? There's planking on the stairs, the door opens. Yeah, I'm Jacob Marley. That's good. Or you'll have to wear this, uh, you wear this blue Yeti mic. <laughs> so, I guess what we're saying is we're doing a production of, of uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. <coughs> well, did, weren't we talking about that at some point? I thought we were talking about doing that as like a, a Christmas episode. Me writing well, we, it. At we some we kind of we kind of did have an idea of uh of doing it doing literally that, but not that. Like putting a new coat of paint on it, making it ash can or whatever. And, ash an ash yeah. can Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be. I, we should still do that. That'd be sweet. Because um, I've got I've I've thought about doing an a, doing a Christmas Carol for Midnight Marinara, and then realized. Everybody and their mom has done a Christmas Carol. What? I mean, would people like the story though? So it doesn't matter how it gets reinterpreted; people yeah. still like it. I just well, that that was also the thing is, weren't we talking about me writing, re- rewriting a Ghost Club, but doing it modern? There is, hmm, that could that could still work. Actually, one I one of the things I'd thought about too was. Um, Converting a goat like the Ghost Club into an ongoing like radio serial, where it's just the misadventure. That's like it is modern, but there's uh, just all the different misadventures of various ghosts in the club, and maybe some hapless mortal who happens to end up in their midst. Be pretty sweet. I mean, that story's in the public domain, so anybody could could do that. But I I, I said it first. I'm gonna do it at some point. Just watch me. Yeah, if you haven't heard uh, that Midnight Mariner episode, it's a good one. The the as opposed to all the shitty ones, right? <laughs> all the uh, shitty. 
it's, it's a it's a, one of my favorites and the um the, that story is I, I was thinking about reimagining it as the X board and so it's like <laughs> it's just all of the ghosts of people who die who use the X board have like their own club oh shit <laughs> so like if you're a ghost uh, in the internet age, these ghosts can travel anywhere around the world immediately, right? Is the whole thing. Right. That's that's not an issue for ghosts. So it would be like the internet, where you have chat rooms and stuff. The, the internet allows you to associate with whoever you want. Mm-hmm. And so we live in a world that is much more like the ghost club. Mm-hmm. See what I I'm like saying? it. Yeah, no, I like it. That's, it's great. So oh, people shit. would meet up, people who <laughs> associate online would meet up in life as, uh, in death. They, they would meet up in death. Right. So they, they get to, they, so they get together, but they never and got just, together in real life. Only after they die do they find a place to actually, like, mingle. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good concept. I think, also put that one on the on the, the potential roster. And I just had an epiphany for the idea I, I just mentioned, but I'm going to not say anything because I think it's pretty good. And I'll tell you guys later off mic. Um, yeah, whenever I get an epiphany, I have to find a little privacy and work that out. <laughs> you have some very specific epiphanies, though. So. Specifanies. <laughs> um... All right, I used to play bass for specific epiphanies. Uh, here's another question, since we're still on the subject. Actually, um, I'm surprised to hear you say that uh, the Ghost Club is one of your favorites. It's actually one I think is one of my favorite episodes. I just, I like, I tend to like more of the lighthearted episodes of Midnight Marinara. There are some that are really like that are more creepy that are, I, I think are good. But like, I'll go back and listen to Ghost Club again, and I'm really genuinely proud of how that one turned out. The, the thing about it is it's so blitheringly simple that it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not complicated. It's not convoluted. Um, it's a story that is better told as an episode of Midnight Marinara. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's a, little, it's a little dry at its original reading, and I, I wanted to punch it up a little bit. It was fun. Though. It, I had so much fun with that one. That being said, I've established my favorite episode is a little wooden box. Ah, um, that I had that was a fun one as well. I got to work with a lot of the people who I had met through Nonsberry Farms and Ghost Town Live, and that was incredibly talented actors. A bunch of them are now friends of mine, which I think is really cool to say. And so, at least three people in that one. Yeah, three people in that one were people I had met through that event, and uh, you'll be hearing more of them in the future, that's for sure, but uh, it was a, my first time like getting to record with them sort of out of character in some cases, and it was just it was just fun to do, and I'm really grateful for um, that opportunity, as well as like the getting to know them as, as, as people. So. Cool. Yeah, so there's a, there's a happy, there's a happy non-Christmas story. <laughs> Anyone else got any other Christmas anecdotes or? Um, no. Oh. No. That's too bad. Um, 
I, I can pose more questions to the, to the panel. <laughs> yes. Give us more panel questions. De definitely. Give us questions about paneling. Definitely below on on the YouTube's. If you're on the YouTube's, leave us comments about your fun Christmas experiences or awful ones. We we will listen to all of them. Well, listen, but we'll actually just listen with our eyes by reading them. <laughs> or comments about your favorite Midnight Marinara episode. That or comment. Why if Alan Cheney is your favorite UCA cast member. Comment how Alan is easily your best wife. Yes. Because I need is. the I need the fucking validation. <laughs> um I could use the midnight validation. <laughs> Love me. <laughs> Alan, it's you're okay. doing you're doing it all wrong. The the people who like me and and the reason that I'm people's waifus when I'm their waifu is because I don't give a shit. Because uh, I don't want their validation. He's the Sindere. No, no, I'm the Kudere. I am indifferent to to your validation. Okay. Okay. Whereas the Sindere more pretends to be indifferent to your validation. But, but still like, craves it super wants the validation right in their validation hole. <laughs> so, oh, and, yeah, and validate me. <laughs> all over my face. I need, to be, I need to be covered in your warm validation. <laughs> Alright. So <then> the... <laughs> and, and Alan's Yandere. Because he, he, he is not even hiding it. Um... So, which, I guess that's the question, which uh, melancholy of heart? He's Zumi a character, are you? Mmm. Because I, I think that... Validate means... me like parking. Who <laughs> <laughs> makes Brandon the Yuki Nagato? Um, and I do the little thing with the mouse that she does. It's cute. Oh my god. Uh, you guys know Tissue Hime? Uh, the the cross-playing bassist that that cross-plays Yuki Nagato. Oh, this is what? Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Tissue Hime. You can uh, YouTube it. Tishu but it's a, it's a Japanese uh, trap. A, a Japanese man who, who dresses up as a um, as Yuki Nagato from Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. That's fucking rad. And it's like a really good bassist. Shit. That's cool. I approve. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh, it's it, That's that's one of my favorite internet phenomenons. <laughs> is the existence of Tissue Hime. <laughs> Tissue Hime is a great title, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's got the... Um, and, and those are the pronouns people for traps are he... <laughs> They're men that like dressing up as women. Um, uh, they have a bunch of like boxes of tissues around whenever they're playing bass. Uh, um, whenever I think about anime and tissues, I always think of Desert Punk. I've never seen Desert Punk, which is weird because I'm weeb trash and you're not. I'm surprised myself. Uh, I watched a little bit of it and. When there's some very prominent scenes that whenever somebody 
in that series uh, gets an erection, there's always a little, there, there's the, the tent pole bulge, but there's always a tissue sitting on top of it. Can we, uh, pants. hey future David, uh, would it be cool if we titled this episode Wet Hot Validation? <laughs> <laughs> um, wet, wet hot Christmas validation. <laughs> <laughs> Xmas validation. Xmas validation. Yeah, alright, there we go. Beautiful. And see, look, there's a title we all built together as a community. Yeah. A community of three. We're a community. A couple can be a community. You can be a community by yourself if you have enough people in your head. I sure already am. <laughs> oh, then you have the, uh, you have a, a I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't even think of it. That's just sad. Anime. <laughs> One thing I like about anime eat, is they tend to have cake, less Christmas. Anime. Eat cake. Anime. <laughs> One thing I like about anime is they tend to have less Christmas episodes than Western shows. I am not a fan. No, of but they Christmas always episodes. have obligatory beach episodes. They do. Yeah. They do. And then with the obligatory watermelon smashing. Asuki Awari. Hey guys, I know I've plug, for, about this plug for the day. Go watch Suki Owari on the Dead Palace channel. I know I've talked about this before, but I really, really love that there's just an episode of Dragon Ball Z dedicated to Chi-Chi being a fucking bitch and making Goku and Piccolo learn how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone comes forward and they're just like, yeah, I'm a fan of Akira Toriyama, and it's just like, oh, so you like Dragon Ball? And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, so you like filler? And they're like, no, but yes. I'm a fan of Akira Toriyama because I like Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Wait, oh, oh, yeah, 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 I was thinking of Chrono Crusade, and I was just like, what? It's... it's <laughs> Does that shitty anime have to do with any? Oh, it's I not. mean, Chrono Trigger's got a character named Ozzy, who's a giant lizard, weird lizard man who eats bats. I mean, how on the nose is that? It's great. Anyway, sorry. Let's, let's, let's uh, uh, But yeah, Dragon Ball Z is basically filler, and I, this is why I don't like a lot of anime adaptations of. That's why I can't do One Piece as an anime. I can read it as a manga, but I can't can't watch it as an anime because there's so much goddamn filler. That's that's what I like about Rurouni Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho and um, the first 100 episodes of Yasha <laughs> Is that they're, they're action shows and they don't have as much filler. No but, filler! No filler! <laughs> Dead filler. <laughs> Surprised to be dead. <laughs> I love how uh, Yu Hakusho straight up just started off as like, we're going to make a detective show about a, a detective that's a ghost. And then eventually it's just like, actually, this is just an action show. What the fuck are we even doing here? Panel, who's your favorite uh, Yu Yu Hakusho character? Yeah. I think we talked about that before, actually, come to think of it. But yeah, he, he, he's a... Good, solid choice. I am 
almost with you, but I have a, I really do have a soft spot for Botan. Botan is a cutie. It's it's the fact that she shows just from the moment she showed up in the first episode and mentioned she was basically the spirit of death and she has a fucking boat oar and she's just all cheerful and stuff. I'm like, I, I love you. And I am. She was kind of what sold me on keeping watching the show initially. I love so. her goth girlfriend. Oh yeah. That shows up later. <laughs> Not like girlfriend, girlfriend, but like the way girlfriends. No, like, they're like besties. So yeah, they're yeah. That's it. They're, yeah, no. Talon's a goth Bessie. Do you, do you remember her name? Because I can't. I don't think they actually give her a name. Oh. I'm fairly certain they don't, yeah. Which is unfortunate, because she's, like... She's a memorable character. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I can't... Oh, boy. But the, uh... Hiei and Kuruma are... Karama are, are one of my favorite ships. They're, like, one of the few non-official gay ships that I really like. <laughs> I'll sail this gay ship into the sun. It's not that I have a problem with gay ships, but that one is like one where like, what are you doing, author? These guys are clearly gay. Yeah. You know what? Again, I, I need to, it's been, it's been literally years. I don't think I've seen you, Hakusha, since I was a teenager, but like, I would, I, I think I need to rewatch. I've, I've watched uh, a good portion of it last year. It's uh, such a good show. I need to, uh, actually, uh, this is a little bit of a hint for something coming up, but I'm going to be working with Cinema Nippon on something here soon. And uh, I, for that, I need to rewatch my favorite anime, Paranoia Agent. So that's going to be fun. Why, why am I not being included in on that? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn, bitch. You got to talk to them about... Um, uh, was it Death Note? Uh, I talked to, to them about Death Note and um, uh, the Silent Hill shorts. Right. But the, the, the um, I, I guarantee you I've seen <laughs> Paranoia Agent like five times more than you have. Are you sure about that? Because that, that thing is my jam. It's like, it, it uh, is my legit my favorite anime for good, good reason. It and, is... It is not my favorite anime, so I guess, I guess that's fair. I probably still have watched it more than you. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I try. I try to literally. I show it to literally everybody I meet. So, Boogie Pop family is still my favorite. I know Boogie Pop is your Boogie Pop is your favorite, so and that's why I still haven't watched it. Actually, it's not true. I just haven't watched it because I'm lazy, but I will. Um, there's a new. <laughs> there's a new series of. Uh, uh, Kino's Journey, my second favorite there's anime. A, there's a new... Was there? Yeah. Why didn't I hear about that? Um, the question is, why didn't I hear about it until the first episode came out? But I've been trying to avoid watching it to watch it all together. I, I, I saw the first episode, and I'm kind of conflicted, but I... I mostly because of the voice actress, because I really like the English voice actress mm -hmm. that they got. That's right. And it, and it hasn't been dubbed but um, the the voice actress they got, I feel, is just a little too feminine. Just a little bit. Yeah. But it's a delicate character that I really like because uh, she doesn't really care about gender. Right. <laughs> like, there, there's a lot of people in society that really care about their gender identity, and she's to she toes the line between masculine and feminine, 
but doesn't care what people perceive her. So people constantly misgender her as a guy and she just rolls with it, like yeah. doesn't even care. And I think it's super adorable. Oh man, Kino is wonderful. She's such a great character because yeah. she's just like, I just want to travel and see things and be good at shooting things, but not shoot things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, any, anyone want a bit from the 4am joke file? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, shit, yeah. <clears throat> um, and this is a true story. Uh, my family didn't really care at all when I came out of the closet as bisexual, but on the other side of that coin, they got weirdly angry when I tried to explain ASMR to them. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell us about your scalp nut son. <laughs> no, it it was just it, it was just like, and that's all it is. How many people watch this? <laughs> I mean, I I wonder about it myself, but I'm not judging people. I told you guys how one of the first. Uh, proper narrations I found for my grad night story with someone who does an ASMR creepypasta channel, right? Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, as one of the few channels to properly credit me in, okay. like, text. Or not just in I've text been... in the description, but, like, they just, like, and this story was edited by Crackman. <laughs> I'm really one... Around the time of Halloween, there was a lot of horror-themed ASMR came, that came up that was like, um, like a killer that has you chained up and is talking softly to you. What? And I was just like, I'm trying to fucking relax right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is some weird role play going on here. Oh. <laughs> um, hey, aren't we supposed to read a thing? N- uh, nah. Okay. Yeah, we can just keep going. I'm really digging. I'm really, I'm really, you know, it's around, I didn't really get to do this during Thanksgiving because, you know, I, I just didn't. But I want to say right now, I am really genuinely grateful for everybody in this call right now for, for your continued friendship and support. Um, I want to say I'm also really in- thankful for um, all the listeners out there who have subscribed either on any, anywhere that this this is offered and continue to listen. Uh, I'm very thankful to the patrons who show us support monetarily. Um, and um, I'm sorry that I'm not maybe more on the ball about getting you things in a timely fashion. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be better at that, and uh, I, I don't know if I show my gratitude enough as I should, but um, I'm going to try and fix that. I want to be better about that, so... Um, expect stuff coming through uh around now probably i'm I'm playing catch up big time and if i if i fall by the wayside on anything please 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 remind me um i will not hesitate to uh to to follow up with uh, with all of you guys um all the patrons because you guys have been so endlessly supportive of the show um um there's so many other people i would love to thank and and I want to do it individually, but that might take up an entire episode in itself. But um, you know, all the guests we've had on, all the uh, collaborators, just—I'm in a really good place right now, and I'm like going into 2018 feeling really good about the future of both of these shows, both Undercooked Analysis and Midnight Marinara. Uh, it feels really good to be doing Midnight Marinara again, and again without without the the, the fan support, I would have dropped this project ages ago. 
I, it's it's been a passion project of mine, but it was only ever meant to be like sort of a test, and now it and now to have it where it is and to have er, gained the, the the friends I have because of it, it just means a lot. So sorry to get real, but I just I'm just feeling really really grateful. So thank you everybody, and uh, God bless us everyone. Said I'm feeling Tim. I'm feeling bad about everything because man, I've been so sick, and my only thought is just like I feel bad. So I'm gonna play Resident Evil and not do anything. It's easy to get into that, um, unfortunately. I'm I'm getting better, but now I need I need it. I'm going down to Chillicothe the, the, tomorrow, the day of this recording, to get Jerry's because I need Jerry's. Mm-hmm. And then the day after that, I need to like hit the ground running on being productive. So I I should say I have to apologize for all the uh, delays feels weird that um, I typically am very punctual with things that I, I need to get out there mm-hmm. uh, for the community with goals that I set for myself so I'm like hey everyone write stories and by the way eventually I'll get around to writing my part of the Fleming units as well <laughs> <laughs> and so, so uh, it's just it's just been this weird ass delay but thank been, you you've guys been fu- you've been fucking sick though so I can't necessarily blame you I and by and by the way, people, I I know people out there aren't being like, hey, quit being a pussy or whatever, because I know these people. Uh, everyone in our community is very understanding. Yeah. But I uh, tend to be skeptical of people when they're like, oh, I'm having this problem or that problem or whatever. Oh my god, guys, you do not understand the scope of how fucking sick I have been. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, bizarre and horrifying and uh, put me into a weird headspace because I, I like had anxiety about when I'm going to get better and when I'm going to be able to do stuff um, so it was like fucking with me mentally as well and I normally don't get mentally fucked with um, but thank you all for supporting this uh, writers and um, uh, just contributors alike people who are supporting this uh project of ours this quote-unquote contest it, it means the world to me um even though i haven't showed the productivity that i should and uh thank you to the guys on this call and thank you to kayla for this nice card and everything um thank you to my girlfriend for uh bringing me chicken noodle soup from bob heavens when i've been sick ah it's been great Man, Bob Evans is good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't I have Bob Evans out here, so it was great when we got to visit the place of Bob Evans. <laughs> Kayla and I ate there twice. That's how much we liked it. <laughs> what well, wasn't a fan of Cracker Barrel? No, fuck Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I was th- they have a uh, Bob Evans as for ten dollars. I'm thinking about sending you one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Bob Evans baseball cap. <laughs> hey, I- I'll accept whatever. How about a pox on both your houses? I am thankful for you two, uh, you two assholes. Uh, That's I'm us. thankful for uh, you two assholes. Uh, the edge. Um, <laughs> Bono. Bono. <laughs> um, 
I am, I am thankful for my friendship with you two and all of the two awesome two spooky people I've met. Uh, I'm thankful for Soldier Boy for the song Goku. Um, <laughs> because Bitchy looked like Goku. Um, and he's got that Death Note swag. Um, <laughs> if you're not aware of this song, go listen to it right now. Um, stop what stop what you're doing. Stop listening to this. Go listen to Goku by Soldier Boy. Um, I'm uh, thankful for the fact that I read Kazam in my bathtub, and that because of it, uh, I'll be able to mid January have my new computer here. Fuck yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys realize how frustrating losing my computer was. Because the moment my computer died was part way through uploading Revolver 6. Oh! <laughs> um, so yeah, it was the most involved video I've ever worked on. And it's just gone. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to doing more stuff and being more active. There's a lot of people who I owe my time to because of Patreon and stuff like that that I haven't been able to uh, dedicate as much time to. But now, I, uh, mid-January, I can again. So, yeah. You already used your keepsies chip on January, January. This is on my dick. It's on my album's platinum. Super Saiyan Swagger. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, it's January! Um, I'm thankful. Blair Daniels for this no sleep story that we are keep pushing back that we're gonna potentially read. <laughs> is that an awkward segue or is that an awkward segue? Are, are we reading it? We don't have to. Yeah, episode over. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We said at the beginning that this was just gonna be a really long, cold open. If we don't read something, it's gonna be we're gonna be lying, lying to our. Not if you edit that out. <laughs> Or, I, or, I, I mean, I, I have made it clear that I have no ethical quibbles with lying. Exactly. <laughs> I, have, I have made a perfect, I have ascribed the word liar to myself. If you, if you title, if you title this episode, we lie if there's no story. <laughs> <laughs> the cold, the, <laughs> the world's longest cold open <laughs> to nothing. <laughs> care. We're going to truncate both of these episodes into a two-day span instead of separating them by, you know, a few days. But that's also because um, uh, at, around New Year's Eve, uh, the next uh, Midnight Marinara episode is going to drop. It is a story called... Of a girl. <laughs> ...who cried a river and drowned the whole world. It's a story called Side Effects. Uh, it was written by, uh, initially, by uh, our friend uh, Brassicor. I was oh, waiting nice. for... Yeah, I was. Uh, that was, you know, that was a great genuine reaction because I was waiting for just, you know, the usual feathers memes to pop up. But no, Al Alan was Alan was polite. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Alan didn't say anything because he had a bunch of fucking feathers in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prasco wrote it, and Kayla adapted it, and I adapted it after that. So it was kind of a team effort, and so it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty cool. Um, 
And uh, despite what the meta narrative says, no, the people involved in the intro and outro segments had nothing to do with it. Uh, uh, it was all me and Kayla and Rascal. So, so there. <laughs> um, mm. That destroys the entire Midnight Marinara meta narrative. I don't care. R.I.P. Pasta Shade. Um, so this story is called I Hear Santa's Reindeer Outside, shouted my six-year-old. I've got the Santa's reindeer outside, so, and Mama was we, kissing it. This is my we, Christmas song. Are we actually reading this? Now? It's not that long. I think we should just read it. Mommy, what are you doing? Stop fucking Santa. <laughs> that was a really short story. I saw Mommy fucking Santa Claus. Daddy's watching and he's jerking off <laughs> in the closet in a Superman outfit. <laughs> Mommy, what are you doing? What is R. Kelly doing here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's the first sentence of the story. Mommy, what are you doing? <laughs> the, the, every, everyone, everyone's, everyone's having a good time at the party. Until R. Kelly shows up and he's drinking from a big water bottle. <laughs> I'm, I'm, brining the, I'm brining the turkey, if you know what I mean. I'm bringing the turkey. <laughs> I'm brining the turkey. I'm brining... Brining the turkey. I'm brining the turkey. Anyone? <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm waiting it's for David. Brandon. No, it's David the story. What are you doing? No, I read the first paragraph, which is like literally a first sentence. Paragraph before you did. And no, you didn't. I'm uh, fairly certain I said, "Mommy, what the fuck are you doing?" Oh well, I thought that wasn't the okay. Whatever. What's brining? I soaked the turkey in salt water and. Why? Hey. I said, tightening the strings on my apron. Why don't you go play with Star with the Starman toy I got you? I don't want to play with it anymore. I don't care anymore. Kids these days lose interest in a new toy in an hour. Am I right? Am I right, fellow adults? Up top. Up top. Uh, you know, he only actually he lost interest in it after like ten seconds because that's how long it, the invincibility lasts. Yes. Want to watch Mommy take out the Christmas cookies? I pulled the tray out of the oven. He if you know it. what I mean. Ah, he nipped at my fingers. The cookie Jackson made was burned at the edges and terribly misshapen. Your cookie turned out great, see? <laughs> the, the experience of being a child care professional. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> can I eat it now? He asked. Is grimy little hands shooting for it. I thought it was for Santa. It was, but I'm hungry. And if everyone else is feeding Santa cookies, he doesn't really need mine, right? Smart kid. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I like the I kinda like the voice of this narrator so far. Yeah. I I led him into the dining room with a cookie and a tall glass of milk. Here you go, honey. He sat, he sat down. down. Okay, we're, we're okay, guys. Fuck you guys. I guess orders out the window. What is going on? 
No, I... Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I got confused. You read Smart Kid, right? Yep. So that was Alan's paragraph, and I... I, I I'm gonna... I feel like I just took Alan's present away from him. Here, Alan, you can have it. I rewrapped it. No, no, you didn't take it away from him. You just opened it up, and I was just like, here, I opened it for you. <laughs> yeah. Here, I tried to rewrap it, but it was in... You know, it wasn't in a bag or anything. It's, it was like... And also, it's sand. <laughs> hey, Alan, I opened this present. It's sand. I'm going to throw it directly into your eyes. Ah! Pocket sand. <laughs> Freedom powder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's you sat down. I glanced out the window. Christmas lights from the house across the street twinkled back. In the falling dusk, twinkle. Fucking. God damn it! <laughs> he sat down. I glanced out the window. Christmas lights from the house across the street twinkled back in the falling dusk. It's that comma. That comma doesn't need to be there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird comma. I patted him on the shoulder, comma, and began walking away. Mommy. Ugh. What now? Yes, Jackson. I hear jingling of, of Santa's reindeer. <laughs> I'm in the closet. But shit, it was 99 cents. <laughs> uh, that's nice, I said. Probably just that old man next door walking its corgi. But whatever, I'm not going to rain on his parade. I'm, go I'm going to listen to the reindeer. Thank God. Finally something to keep him busy. Yeah, I fucking hate this kid. I returned to the kitchen and frowned at the turkey. It looked so pale and slimy. My mother would be here tomorrow. Why are they cooking, was... Why are they cooking slime based? <laughs> and she was so particular about it. Don't overcook it. It'll be too dry. And don't put too much salt. Nobody likes the salty turkey. And don't burn it. Oh, my God. Goodness, don't burn it. Oh my goddess, don't burn it. Oh my, oh my god, it's my, it's my favorite manga. Her voice <laughs> echoed in my head. Dave made a perfect speech. A wonderful turkey last year. The way he speaks. <laughs> oh, it was exquisite. You threw the word speech in there. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? It was all that cold opening we did beforehand. <laughs> David's, David sat at the, at the front of the Christmas table. He gave such a perfect speech. <laughs> he really sold me on eugenics. I'm, I'm, glad, really I'm glad you can now understand why I care so much about racial purity. <laughs> So and that's that? why episode one is the best of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> so we're establishing that that Dave and uh, the grandmother are 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 in favor of eugenics. Okay. Yeah, that's I think what the story is trying to say. Dave made a perfect, wonderful turkey last year. The way he seasoned it, ah, uh, it was exquisite. Yeah. Exquisite. 
You have to, you have to do like the little, the little mwah at the end of the word exquisite. It's like a must. Oh, yeah. No. Mwah. Oh my god, this oh. next sentence. It was so exquisite. Ah. Moist. Alan, since I opened your present earlier, do you want to read this one? Yes. Yeah, well, then I caught Dave seasoning someone else's turkey, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I can hear them, he shouted. That's great. I call back. Dave's attempts to reconcile were, to say the least, lacking. Sometimes he'd leave me a voicemail just saying, I love you, then hanging up. Other times, I love text you, me a Rebecca. <laughs> Other times, he'd text me a photo of his hand, wearing the wedding ring. No caption, nothing else in the picture, just his hand. The ring was so stupid looking anyway. Silver encrusted with a ton of tiny garnets because red is the color of love. Red is also the color I saw when I found them fuck. Oh shit, I love this story. <laughs> Man. Did, did Paige write this story? <laughs> About Alberto Del Rio. Um, speaking of tasteless jokes. Uh, the, 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 uh, mommy, I hear them, the jingling, the footsteps. It's great, honey. Listen, listen. I sighed and rinsed the slime off my hands. Okay, okay, Jackson, I'm coming. If you're coming, you, you don't want to rinse the slime off your hands. You want to do that when you're completely finished. Fin finish it. I said... Stepping into the dining room. I listened. Jingle, I delivered jingle. that. I del I delivered that line in the same uh, the same way that uh, 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 Antonio Banderas did in the Thirteenth Warrior when he learned the uh, when he when he learned uh, the uh, Nor Norsemen's Vikings whatever language uh, just by listening to them talk to each other. Hmm. <laughs> I froze. How, my how do you know our language? How do you know our language? I listened. <laughs> Underrated froze, movie. Underrated. Yeah, I froze. My heart began to pound. Santa's here. See? He squealed. Jingle, jingle. But it wasn't the jingling of bells or a leash. It was the jingling of keys. I got spurs that jingle, jingle, jingle. As I go riding merrily along, as someone tried the lock. I grabbed Jackson's arm and dragged him out of the dining room. Mommy, what are you doing? We're going to sit here and wait for Santa to come down the chimney. See? I said, my voice qua uh, quavering. I eyed the back door. Could we make a run for it? And then I'm going to marry your dad. <laughs> and then I'm going to remarry your dad, Jackson. <laughs> We're going to kiss a hundred times, Jackson. I'm just going to say it. I, I reread that to someone who hadn't heard of it. And I, I, I now have enough. I've read that story, that, that click hole article enough. Uh, I think it's the most well-constructed piece of comedy I've ever read in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
why pray tell? Besides it's the obvious, just it's just great. <laughs> it really is. Thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump. I hugged Jackson, holding him as close as I could. Hmm. What? No, he's on the roof. Jackson squealed, grinning. Thump, thump, thump on the door, baby. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. I can't hear you! Look at that frosty go. Uh, am I doing the I Hug Jackson then? Yeah. I Hug Jackson, holding him as close as I could. Thump. I screamed! Ah! Jackson broke free from my arms and ran towards the chimney. Then I saw it. A small box wrapped in black paper had fallen in through the fireplace. Jackson! Just call your kid Jack. <laughs> Jackson! No, this is one of those parents who refuses to call the, the child by uh, any sort of nick- nickname or abbreviation. <laughs> Have you ever met a kid named Topher? Someone named Topher? No. Because I know a kid that, that does not go by Christopher, but instead, th- th- that's named Christopher, but doesn't go by Chris, but instead goes by Topher. Mm-hmm. Like Topher, uh, As Christmas goose. Um, <laughs> a small box wrapped in black had fallen in through the fireplace. There's your fucking goddamn. Oh, what do you call it when you give a check for a kid to the wife? Uh, that's oh, uh, out, out. Child's child child support. child support. Child support. I ruined my joke. There's your fucking child support, you bitch. <laughs> Jackson, no. It was too late. He picked it up, grinning. Then he frowned. It's not mine. He, sh- he shoved it into my lap. It's for you, Mommy. Any- anyone? Hands shaking, I picked it up. I'm sweaty. Uh, the note read, You changed the locks. My heart pounding, I lifted the lid of the box. A ring. Encrusted with a thousand tiny garnets. Hmm. That dad has a strong arm if he can throw the box all the way up and then down the chimney. There was, there was thumping on the roof. He got up on the roof. Ah, uh, I'm on your roof. What's that? I'm on your roof. <laughs> no one's gonna know that reference. I'm at the soup store. What? It- what are you doing at this soup store? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm at soup. <laughs> I'm at soup. What do you mean you're at soup? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to mention this is a story that was uploaded only a day ago, at least in terms of when we we're recording this. So uh, credit to Blair Daniels. Uh, that was that was enjoyable. Yeah, I'm, I'm positive on it. I liked it. Yeah, I, really, I liked it. 
I really like it's this guys, place. guys. This has been a fucking Christmas miracle. <laughs> has it really? For the most part, agreeable stories tonight. That's true. Huh. Yeah. And Soldier Boy. And Soldier Boy. Thanks. Thanks, Soldier Boy. You, you made Christmas amazing. <laughs> Top comment. As someone who's been through a breakup with an obsessive abusive ex, this is my worst nightmare. Everyone here who is saying it's not scary enough without some spooky twist, and the finger was still in it, ooh, is missing the point. Hope you and yours are well, firmly upvoted and saved. Uh, perfectly Ashcan. Perfectly yep. Ashcan. Man, this has been a very Ash... This is going to be a very Ashcan Christmas. I get the feeling. That's not going to be... But anyway. Um, oh, we already... Uh, we already had... I'm going to go... You know what? Let's give, our, let's give our holiday freshness rating. I will give this the rating of... Uh, the story is boiled in its own pudding and buried with a stick of holly through its heart. I'm going to give it um, uh, piping hot lunch meats out of Christmas goose. <laughs> and I'm going to give it a uh, little B out of a possible soldier boy. <laughs> I just thought of a great, uh, another alternative. For, clear, for clearly, uh, the bathed goddess blessed us today. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because we are three ghosts of different time periods. Uh, actually, you know what? I just realized it does make the most sense that I'm the ghost of Christmas future because of all the future David shit. Oh, yeah. That, is, that does make... We mm -hmm. really should have put that together. There you go. <laughs> Hey, future David, you can put the, you could go ahead and put the fire out. I think we're ready. and and future David uh, very rarely talks. It's true. Uh, future David, do you want to chime in here? I'll give you some space to do it. Everything is catching, yes. Everything is catching on the fire. I hope whatever you said was was helpful, uh, future me. Man. Oh, man, it sucks that I'm gonna die choke jacking. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody! Uh, thanks for your support, and we wish you the best in the coming year. Keep writing, keep listening. <laughs> is me is me being a better person gonna stop that? No, that's just what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and until next week, convene. Pleasant dreams. I'm Aaron. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm Rob. And we're the hosts of Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. So, Aaron, what is Doughboys? Doughboys is this podcast hosted by Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell, who are two hilarious comedians, where they talk about chain restaurants every single week. So, wait, what's Boys then? Boys is a podcast hosted by Aaron, Brendan, Brian, and Rob, four hilarious comedians who talk about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. Are we going to go to the same chain restaurants that the Doughboys are going to? I sure hope so, but if we don't, we're still going to record an episode. Do they have chain restaurants in Canada? <laughs> Some of them. So tune in to Foboys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants, on BenviewNetwork.com. Every two weeks to listen to Foboys, the podcast about the podcast about chain restaurants. Hey, does Feral Audio know we're doing this? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.